who covers Clangers at home and on the road? Amy does. We spoke about Pat Cummins, his captaincy. Yeah, yeah that, was a clanger, that was a clanger last night. There's no question about that. That is a clanger. The people that suggested that the non-announcement of Sam Kerr's injury no. was not right for no. the fans. That is rubbish. I think Goss mentioned that I this morning on the Brecky Show. Now, Goss, we're mates, but, mate, please, how many times have you covered a sporting contest where there's been a last-minute surprise? And for whatever reason, and she is the best player mm. probably at this World Cup, or certainly close to it, uh, you don't want to sort of get the opposition planning uh, maybe a few days out or a couple of hours out on how they're going to uh, reshape their dynamics when it comes to the team. And the other thing is, he was saying it was all about the fans. No, the fans went to see Matilda. Sam Kerr naturally was part of the package and it had a bonus, but it was more about the team than the individual. Do you think there would have been any fans that once they worked it out said, no, nope, I'm not going to go now? No, I don't think so. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Hey, there might have been a handful. I just want to go and see Sam Kerr, but... They've seen Sam Kerr certainly in her early years of development when she was playing in the then W League. But, uh, and we've seen a lot of her on social media and the coverage of her with Chelsea and scoring goals. There might have been a small component of that, but in the end it was all about the team, wasn't it? I believe so. No spinner for the Aussies. Is that an Amy Klanger? Or does, given the position we're in now, it's not about us bowling them out. It's probably about batting our way through this and we trying just, to get a draw. We just, no, I don't think it is a clanger, Hayes. I just think in the end our bowlers didn't bowl well enough. Uh, we did try and implement a bit of spin, Labashane and also head. Let me tell you, with Bazball, Todd Murphy would have been smacked out of the park. Well, head went and, and, per over. Yeah, and it happened in the previous test at Headingley. Certainly the players that fancied themselves against spin bowling took to Todd Murphy, and he only bowled nine overs at Headingley. So I think he would have been a very expensive product. Does Pat Cummins have faith in some cricketers? Like he, does, he wouldn't instill confidence in Todd Murphy. So he didn't bowl him much in the first no. test that he played, and then he's left him out. He loves his... Group, like, but that's with any coach, isn't it? Any captain. captain, there is a preference. You know, there's questions. But of, is it is it incumbent on him to try and get the best out of that individual to back him? I, mean, oh, I, don't, I a, don't think he's the sole selector, but I think he gives his opinion. But of course, there's Andrew McDonald there, and maybe a couple of others that are in the leadership part of the Australian team that decide mm. on the makeup. But I don't think he's the one that says this is our team. So he could, he could, but I think he has a big say, don't get me wrong. But I'm not sure he makes a final call on every player that uh, is in the starting 11. Does he give Josh Hazelwood a good run? Like, you look at Scott Boland, who isn't playing in this test, but he preferred himself a lot over Scott Boland. Then Hazelwood comes back in. We know they're pretty tight, both from New South Wales, been playing together for a while. Hazelwood goes straight into the opening bowling position when, in fact, Pat Cummins... Yeah, but Scott Boland got taken to a bit at Headingley as well. So I reckon they looked at their last performance and I think they made a judgment on that, Hayes, to, to be fair. I'm not sure Scott Boland took a wicket at Headingley. But you looked at the bowling... Uh, of the Australians yesterday, they were very, very poor. We agree with them. Just trying to get actually the, the scorecard up and the figures. And you saw uh, Mitch Marsh, nine overs. He went for 57 at 6.33. Cam Green took a wicket. He was quite economical at four, mm. four runs and over. Stark took the two wickets. He's got that shoulder concern. Pat Cummings went for almost six runs and over. And Josh Hazelwood, considering the circumstances, there was only three maidens bowled. 
in the England innings. And two are bowled by Josh Hazelwood, who bowls wicket to wicket. And I think he's a good bowler in these circumstances. But again, went for just a shade over four runs and over. Uh, as you said, Travis Head just bowled the six overs and got pelted for eight runs and over. So I'm not sure Todd Murphy would have done anything different. They went at 5.33 to the English side. A couple of texts coming through. Gents, no chance they were seeing the Matildas first and Sam Kerr second. Who did people go to see in the 90s? The Bulls first or Jordan first? Scott, uh, a bit different. A bit different. It's a bit different, the circumstance. And in the end, we're a nation. Okay, and let me give you another scenario. Why didn't people turn off the radio or the TV when they realised Sam Kerr wasn't yeah. playing? It's like going to a concert and seeing maybe who? The Eagles... Um, and, and the main front man doesn't perform. Do you, do you walk away from the concert? It, it's just like anything. In the end, if they only wanted to see Sam Kerr and she was a star attraction, and on the TV coverage, she's out. Oh, I'm not watching this. Let's go and watch something. Let's go watch the cricket. Well, hang on. Matilda's outrated the cricket last night. So that is my argument in relation to that comment. Amy Klanger was the Australian bowling lineup on middle and leg stump, giving England free runs. Carlos from Pemberton. Well, yeah, and as I said, Jack Crawley, uh, Zach Crawley got a bit from a French Cup point of view. I think he got about 30 runs down at deep fine leg. But hey, mate, he was just flaying the bat, and it worked for him. So he was lucky. He got a couple he, of inside. Of course, he was edges. lucky. Of course, he was lucky. But in the end, he threw caution to the wind, and who came out trumps? Would it be good if the, uh, the Test Series went to five? It was two all, I, going to the over. It'd be all, enormous. Yeah. Enormous. I, I reckon there'd be a lot of nervous Australians, because that means that England have managed to secure a victory in uh, the space of a short period of time. Because, as I said, rain will take an impact maybe tonight, certainly Saturday, and even into the final day's play, the fifth day's play. England will have all the momentum. They'll have all the confidence. I'll go back to the Oval. The crowd in London will be there cheering them on. Australia's on a hiding to nothing. Australia needs to get out of this test match with a draw. Mm. That's the best they can get. They need to get out of this with a draw. So they've retained the Ashes. And even if England wins at the Oval, the Ashes are still with Australia. Lisa and Alan Brook has weighed in. Hayes, Peter and team. Another great show this week. So much sport going on and not enough shut eye. Guys, congrats to the Matildas. Great start to the World Cup. And without their champ, Sam Kerr. Can, yeah. can they go a long way without Sam Kerr? I think she'll be pivotal when the best nations are there in the knockout stage. I reckon they can get by, as I mentioned earlier. They got over the island hand, uh, hurdle, which uh, I thought the Irish played very well last night. And you looked at the Irish. It was their first venture into a World Cup. Mm. And the emotion that overflowed when they just couldn't get that equaliser was a testament to the dedication. They got over that hurdle, and Ireland will cause a few problems for Canada and Nigeria. Don't worry about that. Um, I think they'll get over the Nigerians because the Africans play a very open style of play, so I reckon Australia will be able to find a passage through their defence. Um, and, of course, Canada will be an interesting one because they're the Olympic champions. That'll be a big test. But hopefully, as I said earlier, Australia have already qualified through to the knockout stage. And then we present Sam Kerr, all being well. She may not be 100%. She might be 85%, 90%. But you've got to put an 85%, 90% Sam Kerr in there when uh, it is a sudden death. The next game against Nigeria, if we win, 
she shouldn't play the next one, should she? Well, that's what I'm saying. They, no, might, be able, they might be able to rest her against yeah. Canada. With Canada dropping points against Nigeria earlier today, it gives Australia the added incentive they could be already booked to the knockout stage before going to that final group game. Buy yourself another week. Now, the biggest clangor of the week was Dan Andrews, the gift <laughs> that keeps on giving over there yeah. in Victoria with the announcement that they won't be proceeding with the Commonwealth Games. Any more information oh, coming out about that? No, I haven't seen any. But he's the messenger, isn't he? There would have been others in his cabinet who handle the finances saying, Dan, this is the way we're sitting. Mm. Profit and loss. That's where our government is at the moment. Uh, what's going to happen? Would you get more when you're going to an election? I know, because he just got actually in. He, he, he had to know, like, going back, that it, uh, the state was in debt. Yeah, uh, and, and he says they've, they've got a huge debt to overcome. By the time the next state election comes around, he'd rather cop it now than cop it maybe when uh, the Treasurer comes out and gives the state of the Victorian government's finances maybe a year or so out from the, from the uh, state election. Let's get to, well, before we get to Jimmy Williams, you can submit your fan clanger to amy.com.au forward slash fansurance. Who supports the supporters? Amy does. What do you think about the Harley Reid story? Um, From where it started with Sam McClure to where it I finished. I think he'd like his time. Yeah, I reckon. I, I think so. he's probably just stating the obvious, that no Victorian or no West Australian kid, as their first preference, would like to leave home. It doesn't suggest that they're not going to go and they're not going to be yeah. happy. And I reckon Harley Reid was pretty embarrassed about it because if he does end up being selected by the West Coast Eagles, he wants to come over here and impress and earn the respect of his teammates and not have that in the background. So I thought it was a bit unfair, but it is the landscape, unfortunately, that we live in right now with the media cycle that we see with, with so many newspaper stories, so many headlines there and so many radio shows.